You're about to experience ultrasounds, an uplifting soulful journey into the spheres of exotic electronic music. Brought to you by DJ E-Love. Music for your mind, body and soul. This is the Ultrasounds Show and my name is E-Love. And we have special guest on the line, Margot Ashley Faran. She was given the name Satyabhama by Sadhguru Saint Keshavadas and she's a Vedic priest performing and teaching ancient mantra techniques and spiritual practices and ancient pujas and in 2008 and 2009 she received Guru Diksha to be a guru from Satguru Ramamata and Satguru Ramamata is Keshavadas's widow to whom he passed the lineage to in 1997 and Satyabhama and her late husband Namadeva Acharya have been teaching since the 1980s and founded the Gayatri Temple in Beaverton, Oregon. We're going to be speaking tonight with Satyabhama about some mantras and the planets. Greetings and welcome to the Ultrasounds Show. Namaste. Welcome back. Thanks. Thank you so I'm much. I'm looking forward to being back in Tampa on the 22nd to do a puja. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> And we will talk about pujas, because I'd really like you to explain a little bit about what they are. Okay. Sanskrit words that propitiate the energies of the divine, whether they're mantras or uh, longer hymns in pujas, um, how they work for a person is uh, they work... They work by sound, but they work like ultrasound, sanding away bits of our karma. So we can help ourselves by chanting mantras to ameliorate our karma. We can attend pujas, which are roughly an hour or maybe longer, where there's a lot of chanting going on, and they're very powerfully concentrated and doing the same thing for us, for every person who attempts. We could say that a puja is a ceremony. Well, definitely it's a ceremony, and, and I believe it's a ceremony from which the Catholic Mass is copied because it has the same type of ritual formula, an image that is propitiated, um, light, usually candles in Western churches, and an oil lamp in Indian and Buddhist churches or temples and then incense and water. And then the difference is that there are also fire ceremonies um, in Hindu practices. And flowers. And flowers. Let us not forget the flowers. And fruit. <laughs> or offerings. Well, the flowers show up in the churches. Um, the fruit, not so much in the Catholic Church. But there is no tradition in, the, in Judaism for that type of practice. And, in fact, modern Judaism doesn't have priests anymore because that ended when the Romans kicked the Jewish people out of Palestine. Um, and so they have rabbis or teachers. They don't call themselves priests. But they had some form of ritual worship, and definitely a puja and a Catholic mass is ritual worship. But we do certain things to uh, get our spirit, our own soul, focus on the divine. This is powerful, powerful sonic medicine and spiritual medicine. Yeah, and it feels good too. <laughs> it does feel good. 
when people are doing these mantras, this particular puja that you're going to be doing on the 22nd of December right here in Tampa, this is a planetary puja. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yes. It, in Sanskrit, it's called the Navagraha puja. Nava meaning nine. And in Jyotish, or the astrology uh, in India, there are nine planets that are propitiated, although technically it's only seven planets plus two nodes of the moon, which we know from astrology here, the north node and the south node and the moon, or the dragon's head, the dragon's tail. And it's not that, you know, India being a very ancient culture, they knew perfectly well that there are outer planets. And there are mantras some of them have been forgotten. There's been a lot of stuff forgotten over the eons, but um, they know that there are other planets that we use in Western astrology, but they don't teach the mantras for them because they're so powerful and they can work in such a large, beyond-the-planet way, solar system way, that the wrong people chanting those mantras because mantras are so powerful could create a disaster a serious disaster that would be even bigger than that tsunami that um, we had a few years in, ago in Indonesia. So that's why those are very kept, carefully kept secrets. But um, the mantras that we will be chanting in the puja, in which people can chant, um, will ameliorate your karma. Now, for there's everyone has karma, and karma is the result of their actions and thoughts. And it's like energy. You put it out, and it comes back. It's all energy does not disappear in the universe. It remains. And so of the four types of karma, Harabda karma is the position of the planets at the time of our birth. And that's the one kind of karma that can't be changed in the sense of changing your chart. But you can change how you receive it by doing spiritual practices, including mantras. And then uh, there's a wonderful quote by American Swami Donald Walters, who's also known as Swami Kriyananda, the founder of Ananda, who was a direct disciple of Paramahansa Yogananda. He's been quoted as saying that it can be our karma to fall down a flight of stairs and break a leg, but we can change the way we receive that vibration through spiritual discipline so that when that moment arrives, we only stub our toe. That's so beautiful. That's what, yes, and it, it works. It works. <laughs> I mean, I've been chanting now since January 1981, and I know that it works. I know that it's worked in my life and um, Mama Deva Acharya's life, but also uh, all the people that we've had contact with and taught mantras to. We get wonderful feedback about, oh, this has changed my life. Things are going better because I'm chanting. So that's nice. <laughs> you, want, you want to be able to help people like that. Well, it's wonderful. They're also quantifying it and sharing with you the results that they're having. Yes. It, it is wonderful. I, I love to get emails like that or people telling me when I travel to teach workshops or whatever that, that you know, how much better things are and then they tell me the details. It makes, it makes me feel good and good motivation to keep going and doing some more. Now, a lot of these people that come to you are first-time chanters or people that are initially coming into the practice brand new. 
I get yes, questions you. regarding mantra and the whole spiritual aspect of it. Well, I'm this religion and how does that fit in the whole scheme of things? Typically, people who are attracted to doing the kind of work we do, I mean, chanting yourself and attending pujas or even learning the pujas and learning how to do them, as I did, um, are not usually so much concerned about that because if they're that concerned, they don't come to see it. But um, when it comes to mantras, they're sound formulas. And you don't even have to know what they're saying. In fact, some of them can't be translated um, into anything that makes sense in English. They're just sounds and sounds that work in, in a good way. So, um, you know, you kind of can't worry about it if somebody says, well, I'm this other religion, I'm not going anywhere near yours. Well, fine. And you don't have to be particularly religious to do it. On the other hand, you can simply want to bring in that sound energy in your life that brings improvement without being forced in any way to attach yourself to, say, Krishna or Shiva. You don't have to care about any of that. And in fact, within Hinduism, there's a whole path that's the formless path. And there are many people who follow the formless path. They may do mantras for their benefit, but the formless path doesn't have a particular image or a particular deity or sub-deity, really, because there is only one great energy, which is Brahman, supreme Brahman. Hinduism is not a polytheistic religion. It is the, all of those avatars and... Avatars have come as teachers, but um, the various deities are just ways of expressing what the energy is of Brahman. It's sort of like how do you explain to people who are illiterate in villages about the great energies of God and the great qualities of God. It's like trying to describe a diamond. So if the diamond is cut and it has different facets, maybe each of those facets is a face, one female, one male, different qualities. It's a way of communicating that. And it's beautiful because they originated in a time where things were very simple and people were very in tune with the energies coming through their bodies and out of their mouths, literally. That's true. That um, this, um, Hindu traditions and also Buddhist because Buddha is to Hinduism as Jesus is to Judaism. In other words, Buddha was born a Hindu prince, and he didn't intend to start a new religion. It's the same story. But anyway, um, it's understood that um, people in those days, in times that we have, you know, we, we talk about the Golden Age and Olympus and the Greek gods. That's really, a, that's the same information coming into the West, probably over the um, trade routes. But... Um, we know that in the past, people were more enlightened. And happily, as an aside, we're going to, into an era right now, we already know, everybody knows, we're in the Aquarian age, which is more pleasant to be in and people are nicer. Uh, and we're just at the brink of it than in the Piscean age. But in the ages of the sun, we are going into an age that's called Savitrae, and the effect of it is mass enlightenment. So that in the short cycle of years, which is for the sun, 
there are 12,000-year 12, cycles. So we're going into a new 12,000-year cycle, which may be what the Mayans were talking about, an end of the, that, that cycle, beginning of another cycle, end of the Adija, beginning of Savitre. And Savitre is an expansive energy. Savitre is an energy where if people are more enlightened, they're moving. Many people, you've probably noticed, are moving more to spiritual practices in all the different religions. That's a sign of what I'm talking about. Absolutely, and it seems that people are processing a lot right now and looking for ways in which to clear themselves, new ways, and mantra That's happens true. to be a beautiful choice. Sometimes, you know, when these uh, shifts happen astrologically, we feel different. Maybe we don't feel as good for a while. That's because we're trying to adjust to the new energy coming in. But mantra will help you with that. And the mantras um, that we're going to be doing, I'll give you one example. Um, for the sun, planetary deity Surya is propitiated increasing courage and fame. The esoteric result of chanting the mantras are illumination for yourself, healing abilities come, and spiritual magnetism. And physical associations, the sun controls our heart and circulatory system, and the thymus gland, which is in the upper chest near your heart, and the upper portion of the back. So the longer mantra with these, some of these sounds that you can't translate is Om, Ram, Rim, Ram, Sa, Suryaya, Namaha. And the one that's easy that everybody can say, Om, Suryaya, Namaha. So uh, in the puja, I'll be teaching and we'll be chanting together um, the longer one and then the shorter one of each one of these mantras that we'll be going through at the ninth. And I wanted to add that just being there in the space of the chanting in itself is healing. It is. It is. And the reason it is, is that we generate a tremendous amount of energy by these wonderful Sanskrit mantras that are so beneficially powerful. It is the sound that is generated in the puja that creates the effect you're talking about. So each of the nine planets are related to a part of the body that it rules. Yes. Each one, you know, if we had time, I'd tell you each one and do the mantra for each one. But um, all of Eastern and Western astrology are both aware that different planets not only control certain signs like your um, sun sign, and for, for myself, because I'm a Leo, the sun is my sign, my planet for my sign. But um, they also know that there are certain parts of the body as the energy moves through your body during the year. Um, the beginning of the year, astrologically, starts with your head, which is Aries, and then it moves down your body every sign change till it gets to your feet, which is Pisces, and then it jumps to your head again, which is sometimes a little bit of a shock, and then things are a little weird during that week we call the Ides of March, and that's the reason. And that's coming up in not-too-distant future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens every spring. A lot, a lot of cultures uh, celebrate the New Year basically at the spring equinox, 
we're very close to it. Um, you know, it's just different ways of thinking about what's the beginning and what isn't. But it, our Christmas is uh, close to the winter solstice. And the best part about the winter solstice is that since the summer solstice, the sun has been getting essentially weaker and weaker and darker and darker. And then comes the 21st, usually, of December, it starts to expand again. So we have all this wonderful new sun energy coming in and longer days and pretty soon spring and then summer. It's a very nice time to propitiate all of the planets at the solstice. Beautiful. Good start for that new half year, as well as the year itself. It is, and it's very cleansing energetically, I would add. Yes, and I hope some of you out there listening will be able to join us at the Radiance Wellness Center in Tampa, which is where I'll be on Saturday the 22nd. I would be there the 21st, but there was a scheduling conflict, so it'll be the 22nd on Saturday. But that'll be good because some people that we know from out of town will have a chance to come. And also for people that are not able to go but would like to have the prayer and the mantra done on behalf of them or someone that they know, how can they find yes. out more information? Can you give your email or your website? Um, so they I'll can have to give my email because that information is not on the website. Okay. Um, my email address is satyabama at sanskritmantra.com. So if you can put that on your page, because how many know? That's kind of hard to spell, but I'll spell it for you. S-A-T-Y-A-D-H-A-M, like Mary, A, at Sanskrit, S-A-N as in Nancy, K-R-I-T, mantra, M-A-N-T-R-A, that's all one word, dot com. And I have the spelling of your name also on my Facebook page, which is Music by E-Love, E-L-U-V, so if you're listening out there and have missed some of the information, they can go to that. And your website? Yeah, I, you know, the website is sanskritmantra.com. I always forget that I actually have a Facebook page, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't gotten on Twitter yet, but I will. <laughs> I will be giving the information again about the Radiance event where you'll be giving the Planetary Puja on the 22nd of December. It's a Saturday evening and it starts at 7 and when we're done, I'll give people the information for that. And I wanted to say a big, huge thank you. We welcome you back thank into you. the Tampa Bay area. We're very honored to really have you here and have you uh, sharing this wonderful work and these teachings with us. So very, very much love and thank you so much. Thank you so much for letting me come on your show. Ah, many blessings. And thank you for sharing with the audience. Hopefully the listeners out there have taken a little bit of uh, wisdom, a little diamond, <laughs> food for thought, eh? I would like to clarify, if you email me for $35, I will remember you during the puja. So that's what we were talking about specifically. Right. You, you can't be there. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Many blessings. Many blessings to you. I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. Peace and love. Namaste. And we've been speaking with Satyabama, who is going to be here in Tampa on the 22nd of December. And she's going to be doing a planetary puja if you've just tuned in. And Sanskrit Mantra is the name of her website if you'd like to find out more information. You're listening to Ultrasounds, sending you all much love, many, many blessings.
My name is E-Love, your hostess for the evening. This show's on every Thursday night, 11 till 1 a.m. And we just heard an interview with Sacha Bama, who is a Vedic priest, and she's going to be coming to the Tampa Bay area on December 22nd to perform a Navagraha Puja, which is a karmic reduction planetary puja. And that's to celebrate the winter solstice as well. The uh, puja that shifts karma, although the one type of karma that we can't change, as she mentioned, uh, is our astrological chart at the time of birth. But we can change ourselves to alter the reception of the planetary influences. Many of us have different planetary influences that sometimes can be a little harsh or maybe a deficit in one area and there's lots of lessons going on and this can help to smooth things out and it's very, very effective in ameliorating conflicts in personal astrological charts even if you don't know what the conflicts are per se. And she is doing a absent tea blessing you can contact her directly and then the event is happening at seven o'clock till 9 30 at radiance wellness and that's at 120 south howard avenue and you can find out more info at 813-258-0458 if you're online and you're on facebook feel free to stop by my page and say hi i would love to say hi and that page is music by elove e-l-u-v You've been listening to Ultrasounds with DJ E-Love. Peace and love until next week.